windows. The Bucks got all the right steps in Charleston. They now can try their slipper and see if it fits at the big ball. East Tennessee State Buccaneers, they're dancing, boys and girls. Perea lays it up. 1.4. Perea hits it. The pass is caught. Ready for the game winner. Wide left. Bucks win. Nucky spotting for three. The place is going to erupt. Oh, Deuce Bellow. He's going to make Sports Center with an incredible. Jarvis Jones, the game winner, got it. Ball game. East Tennessee State's going to leave on another. They got him. If he catches it, it's over. Ball game. Touchdown, Jawan Stinson. 25 yards. J.J. German for the win. He got it. J.J. German and the Bucks have shocked the Bulldogs. And the sidekick. Say hello to my little friend. What's your name, man? I told you. It doesn't matter what your name is. You're handsome. You have the perfect amount of scruff. And you still have no talent. It's Sandos and the sidekick on the Buccaneers Sports Network. Good Thursday, Jay Sandos, Mike Gallagher. It's Sandos in the sidekick this Saturday. A huge contest. The Wofford Terriers playing host to your ETSU Buccaneers. The Bucks, the lone team left in the Southern Conference. That's undefeated in conference play. The Terriers trying to muddle up the standings as much as they can. And they are an angry Terrier bunches are coming off a big loss to their arch rival, the Furman Paladins. We will talk to Josh Conklin, the head coach of the Wofford Terriers, uh, live in about 15 minutes. We will have Crazy Coach Thursday and, of course, the ever-popular four downs. One, two, three, and a four. And Randy Sanders was with you last night at uh, Wildwood Cafe, wasn't he? He was in rare form, actually. (laughs) Was he? I feel like he's had a few months of rare form, which has just been great for us. He started out, I think, pretty even keel, very – um, normal in terms of his demeanor and the amount of sound bites that he gives us, mm-hmm. and talking and then you about you start winning and everything goes better. Yeah, yeah exactly. And even during much of the coach's show last night, I think it was kind of the same way. Like first, you know, forty-five or so minutes were pretty basic. You know, gave us some of the usual quotes, and then he got uh, very—I uh, don't want to say off track because I, I think really the. Rubber really started to hit the road for us when he started to talk about some of those stories that he did late in the show. But let's first start with the early portion of the show where he talked about being 6-1. 6-1 and one. Six and one is out, un- unbelievable to me to be where we are. Uh, it's a great tribute to how hard our guys are playing, the, the belief they're playing with, the heart they're playing with. And, then, and the other thing, we're, we're not making mistakes right now that, that get you beat. You know, we're not, we're not uh, turning the ball over offensively. We're not uh, turning, the, you know, busting assignments on defense that give someone something easy. And uh, we're still a work in progress. We're still improving. We're, we're still going to improve as the season goes. And uh, we're, we're not where I hope we'll be at some point but uh, in the future. But uh, – to be six and one at this point, be four and zero in conference play. It's uh, it's a nice place to be, and I, I'm sure excited about where we are. Could be my imagination and put me back in line if you think that I'm just way off base, way off kilter. But it seems like as the week goes on, after he has a chance to go back, look at the film, really digest everything that happened, comparing his Wednesday sound bites to his Saturday and Monday sound bites, it seems like he really does start to give the guys a little bit more credit, start to realize that, wow, you know, uh, this is pretty incredible what we're doing, or maybe not realize is the right word because I, I'm quite sure that he's very cognizant of what's going on but uh once Wednesday does come around it does seem like he's more willing to say look we are doing some nice things I think the key is a little bit of a a military philosophy of you build down and build back up right break down and build back up I should say so first part of the week he's breaking them down and this is what you everything did wrong you did this you did this well you you can't always do it leading up to it eventually you've got to work on some confidence things so I kind of feel like it's that that they he starts breaking them down and letting them know what all they're doing wrong. Saturday after the game, Sunday, Monday tape, Tuesdays they get into practice. Wednesday, Thursday, the focus is on this week and all the positives that they can build on. So the other thing is, is uh, I get, I'm guessing his players have a better shot of hearing those comments uh, Saturday and Monday than they probably go back and seek the. Uh, uh, audio from from the coaches show. You're saying they're not tuned into the coach I, show. I, that's oh, what I'm, saying. I, I'm saying at that point come in time, on, they probably had enough of coach and the coach speak. But I think that's probably part of it too. And the other thing is, I mean, Coach Sanders at that point is specifically talking just to the fan base and you know what what helps you uh, sell yourself to the fan base, but all the positives. A little bit of the talk about Wofford's offense came next. They're a good football team. You you look at them offensively. They 
obviously they run the option, but they throw it pretty well. They do a lot of different things uh, offensively to create a lot of problems. Um, you know, been running the same offense for a long time, too, so they really understand it. They know it. New coach, same offense, and uh, certainly just as dangerous. Having looked at some of the stats that you pulled yesterday, 394 yards per game against the five common opponents ETSU has and Wofford has, and that's just on the ground. It's the same offense coordinator. So even though it's a brand-new head coach and a new defense coordinator, and they are defense warrior, and they're still running the 3-4. They're still doing uh, a very multiple 50 look, if you will, if you know football talk. So I, I think uh, nothing's really sh- – I mean, they had a good formula for 30 years. I don't think anybody's going to come in and, and just immediately go, you know what, let's just throw this <laughs> They probably wouldn't hire that right? person. Yeah, that's yeah. Why, why would you? I mean, I think Coach Ayers clearly had something that worked. They've been successful. They've been the cream of the crop in the Southern Conference or, or right up there for at least the last decade or so. So it's not shocking to me, and maybe we can ask Coach Conklin about sort of was there any thought. I know he, he came from Pittsburgh, but he had been at Wofford before, kind of seen the system. But I think most importantly that, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Option defense going to be a big key for ETSU this Saturday. And while Wofford's offense and their scheme is not broken, ETSU hopes to put a few dents in it. The fact that we got a number of guys on defense that have been around for a number of years, been playing a lot of football. He, you know, you mentioned him, Chris Boyer, uh, Tremont Farrell, Nasir. Uh, a, a lot of those guys have, have been facing that type of offense, understand it, understand what it takes to defend it. And uh, so when they see it for the first time, it's not a shock. I think uh, when you don't play it all the time, I know at Florida State we would play Georgia Tech and we always offensively always felt like our defense was going to get better as the game went on because they got used to seeing what was happening. Well, our guys, they don't have to get used to seeing it because they've, they've seen it before. It's not, a, it's not a shock to them. So uh, hopefully that's certainly the case again this week. So those three sound bites, I'd say, pretty between the lines. Um, I don't want to say generic. I don't want to write off what Coach says there because that is certainly um, all of those things very relevant to the game uh, coming up this Saturday. But I think the most memorable moment of the Coach's show last night was this. When I was in Tallahassee, my wife had been in Lexington for, I don't know, it seemed like a month and a half, but it, it had been a while, and I was about out of food. I had three hot dogs and uh, – Three slices of bologna left. So I go mm-hmm. out, fire up the grill, get those um, hot dogs about right because I'm not real good with a stove. So I fire up the grill, get the hot dogs about right, and I say, you know what, let me go ahead and throw that bologna on the grill too. wonder what that would be like. So I throw the bologna on the grill, came out kind of fried. And I'm Everybody like, loves fried bologna. Come on. Yeah, especially on the grill. Yeah. So you take that bologna mm-hmm. that you heat up on the grill, mm-hmm. put a little cheese on it, wrap it around the hot dog, slap it in a, a bun. Or if you don't have a bun, piece of white bread. It was so good. I went to the grocery store, bought another pack of bologna <laughs> hot dog, and fired the grill up later that evening. So that, that's one of my favorites is uh, grilled hot dogs wrapped in fried bologna with some cheese. I think it's being in the food setting that really puts Randy Sanders in that mindset. He talks it's a lot. Lunch. I'm hungry, too. It, I'm yeah. Not lie to you. Hey, I wish you would add bacon to it. Can I just oh, – if I had to add yes. something, you know, I don't yes. know I don't know if it needs barbecue sauce. The other thing, you know – the picture he, he, he actually shared with me of that, and I hope we're going to get it up on Twitter here shortly, but it, it actually looked better on white bread. Like, I kind of feel like that dog, because if you wanted to fold it up into a bun with the white bread, you could, but if you wanted to just eat it as is, kind of like a flatbread pizza and just go at it, that way you can do it. But I think if you just added bacon and kind of fold the white bread up and go at it, that would be, and I, I nicknamed oh. it the victory dog. Why not? So the victory dog, you've got a great idea here whenever there's – now, how many could you put away of those in one city? Now, Randy said three, right? And then he went out and bought more. Well, he went and got more, sure. So, I mean, it looked like – and I saw the picture as well. It looked to me like those things are, are no joke. I mean, I mean, they're not by any means a hefty meal, and you could just eat one and be satisfied for most people. But uh, I think you start to get into the three, four, five territory, and it looks to me like you're going to be uncomfortable if you have any more of those. I, I would be curious to know what Randy thinks the appropriate ratio is of victory to victory dog, because if you have one victory, maybe you're eating a touchdown's worth of victory dogs. I, don't, I, I, would, I would say you would at least go – uh, with three would be the minimum, wow. and probably ten. Ten. Ten, the max. Incredible. Or the other thing, you can just do it as the win streak goes. So you, so let's just say yes. th- three is the minimum. Then when you <laughs> win the next game, then it goes to four. Then it goes to five. Then it goes You'd to be six. At eight. You keep it going. That's a- 
And do you add for wins over ranked teams? Do you add a second? Oof. So is there a layer of well, that's or a road win? Is road win weighted more than there a home you go? Win? Now there's a two per. Yeah, I think, like... I think uh, the max. Now I don't know. I'd have to give it a good go. I think the max would be ten uh, that I could put away for sure. Like confidence. If I had to set an over under, I think I could probably get six for sure. Six for sure. And if, if, if I wasn't worried about what I was doing the rest of the day and I could just lay down. <laughs> it's and, ruin your and entire just, day. Yeah, sure. And, and I think I think 10, I could, I could give 10 a go. Six I could put away with, with absolute confidence. Are you ready for this? I'm not sure I've ever had fried bologna. <laughs> Is it that good? Yes, so I've never been to Charleston, and I've never had fried bologna. Well, I mean, but you're from Minnesota. I, I get that. I, there's many places you've probably been that I haven't been out in the Midwest. So I, Not as pretty as Charleston, apparently. Uh, I hear great but, things. Um, yeah, fraud bologna. I guess it's a uh, uh, – we used to do it. I actually used to do it for breakfast. That was another thing. But I used yeah. to put onions. So we would grill oh, uh, yes. fried bologna and onions in the in the stove. And then I'd put uh, – I'm a mustard guess. i put a little mustard and put it in a biscuit or something crazy. Did so. you hear what Coach said? He said he's not good with a stove. I didn't know that yeah. was possible to not be good with a stove. Stoves aren't hard to use. I'm not great with a well, grill. Maybe I mean, some people would say that. I, I, I mean, I, a grill. to be honest, like most, uh, I think, men, you're just more comfortable with a smoker or grilling something because it's just a little easier. It's an open flame. You put it on there, you know, flame kiss it a little bit. If it's charred, you eat it, right? See, I think I'm more comfortable with the stove just because I've never had a grill because I've never been in that position to just go out and buy a grill. You know, stoves are wherever you move in, apartment, house, and obviously. Well, listen, one day when you become a man, you, yeah. can get, uh, you can get a grill. I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, well, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So, uh, good takeaways from, from head coach Randy Sanders. We derailed. I can't remember how we got on that subject. So, we, we came back. We were talking about food. It was something else. And the next thing you know, Angry Man said, what's his favorite concoction? I hit Randy Sanders. Based off one of our segments like three weeks ago. sentence yeah. Yeah. of Randy talking about, uh, breaking down the uh, Wofford defense, I just interrupted him and said, "Hey, uh, what, what's the biggest, best concoction you've made?" And I, I kind of gave him a little bit of backstory. Yeah. And he ran with it and certainly uh, owned the segment there. And as much as we want to break down the Wofford defense, I think clearly America's better off from hearing Buck Nation's better off from hearing about the Victory Dog. Last That's night went a little like this segment. We were talking about some things yep. relevant to the game, yep. and then everything just got totally lost in the shuffle. Yeah, well, hopefully Josh Conklin, the head coach of Wofford Terriers, will step back in here and get us Should we ask him about his favorite bit? concoction? Oh, <laughs> Probably if not. We, if we have time, if we have <laughs> okay. time, we'll see. Uh, Josh Conklin, the head coach of the Wofford Terriers, will be calling in in just a moment. We'll talk to him about the contest coming up on Saturday. This is Sandos and the Sidekick. Don't forget, you can download some SoundCloud on iTunes. Back with Coach Conklin after this timeout from the Buccaneers Sports Network. Congrats, you made it through National Ice Cream Day, National Hot Dog Day, and even National Sunglasses Day. You took on the heat, took care of the yard, and even took a vacation. But now it's October, and you finally have a chance to breathe. And with that chance to breathe also comes a chance for fun when you play new October Instant Games. Pick up one of four new games for a chance to win $1,000 up to a $1 million. Fall into some fun with new October Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Wow, am I happy about my new Wow Rate e-checking account at Citizens Bank. I got a huge rate on my deposit and great account features. With that sort of a deal, I'm saving for much-needed bucks tickets to cheer on my team. Learn more about Wow Rate e-checking accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Wow Rate e-checking accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Go Bucks! Bank your own way. Citizens Bank member FDIC. Looking to promote your business but don't know the best avenue? Stand out from the crowd and go big with billboards. We're Allison Outdoor, and we're the new guys in town. Whether it's digital or traditional billboards, our locations span the Tri-Cities. If you're looking for high exposure for a day, a year, or anything in between, we have rates and packages for you. Call Nick Stickley for pricing at 423-360-4809 or allisonoutdoor.com. And go Bucks! Are you having fun at bad time? Mm, you smell fresh as spring. Hey, Frank, is this lettuce ready for the customers? No. No, not yet. Frank, they're perfect. Let go of the cart. No. Frank, now. But I didn't get to say goodbye. At Food City, our produce experts are passionate about offering the freshest fruits and vegetables around. We're Food City, and we're very picky about produce. Today and every day, the 
Johnson City Way. Johnson City Hyundai is proud to support East Tennessee State Athletics. Excellence in education, teamwork and trust, success and understanding. They are the core values that drive the ETSU Athletics Program to excellence. ETSU Athletics and Johnson City Honda, a winning combination. The Johnson City Way. Today and every day, Johnson City Honda is committed to bringing the Tri-Cities a truly unique way to buy a new Honda or a certified pre-owned Honda. It's a way of business we like to call the Johnson City Way. When you come to Johnson City Honda, you can have the confidence in knowing you're getting a great deal along with outstanding customer service that will last long after the sale. We invite you to come by today and shop our outstanding selection of vehicles and experience a different way, an easy way, our way, the Johnson City Way. Johnson City Honda, proud to support the ETSU Athletics Program. Today and every day, the Johnson City Way. Johnson City Honda, Johnson City. Sandus and the sidekick as uh, we await the head coach of the Wofford Terriers, uh, Josh Conklin, as he's calling in in just a second. Supposed to be calling us at 11.15, so obviously coach coming out of some meetings, we'll be able to uh, let him have a minute or two before he can dial in. I do want to mention that we will have Crazy Coach, and I don't know how exciting this is. He's in studio today. He is. You've perked up since he's gotten here, so it must be exciting, at least for it, you. Uh, yeah, and, the, and a lot of people have asked, are we going to see Crazy Coach? Let me show you what you're going to see is still the graph. Yeah, no. Crazy Identity Coach will never be revealed. still protected. Yeah, yeah he'll yeah. never be revealed. I will say Crazy yeah. Coach looks very stylish today. I won't tell you what he's wearing because that could give it away. Yeah. But he does look very stylish. I, I, I do want to mention uh, – I guess I need to get back to us, don't we? Yep. There you go. So I do want to mention, too – that I, if we're in this setup, I'm not real sure that he could fit in here in between us. Mm. What are uh, you saying about Crazy Coach? Uh, he's got a big head. Oh. And uh, self-admittedly, so if you're ever putting, make sure. With a three-wood. Okay, no, yes, yes, and yes, yes. Mike Gallagher putts with a three-wood. For the, but if really you're well. ever putting, it's make awesome. sure he is not below the hole because the gravitational pull of his head will bring the ball down. Okay, wow. So make sure he's above the hole. There we go. So I wear about a seven and a half in hat size. Seven and a half. Yeah, I got a big dome as well. I don't know what it is, but maybe, but like my my face is like smaller, but you get yeah, it really widens out when you get is up there. Is it the here. hair? Nah, because I don't have that long a hair, right? I mean, the hair is kind of it's more big up front, right, and then kind of little everywhere <laughs> else. It is a little '80s kind of poofish, you know. Yeah. If you get the aerosol 80s, can going, 80s yeah. Poofish. Yeah. Right? What, what do you yeah, little, yeah. The little claw thing the girls used to have back in the day, and the all claw the thing the girls yeah. used to have yeah. from the '80s. That's what I look like. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's okay. what. Uh, I mean, you wear a schmedium. I don't know what else. I mean, I mean, look at this. I got a haircut yesterday, and people are arguing like, "Why did you get a haircut?" I'm like, "Well, a, it took six minutes, um, and that's actually me getting out of the car, into the chair." Back into the car, it was six minutes later. Well, it's so. not going to grow anymore, so, I mean, you might as well get a cut. Well, right? yeah, it's uh, the little halo thing grows. So you get a little shave here, a little snip, snip up top, and then you're, you're good. Very to go. little so snip, snip up top, yeah, obviously. absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Coach Conklin still waiting on him. Should we just jump into Crazy Coach? Yeah, why not? We can kill some time yeah, until Coach Conklin comes up. Uh, let's see. Uh, do we need the intro? I think. Nah, I think because we'll, 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 yeah, we'll join with Crazy Coach too. Because we could three. start with Coach Crazy Coach and then yeah. go back to Crazy Coach. Should we go from Crazy Coach, saying Coach Crazy Coach? I'm fine with that. Crazy Mitch. Coach, do you like fried bologna? No. Wow. Fried bologna. I see. I'm from up north. We got real bologna. So am I. You so know? I am we, too. We got real bologna up there. Are, are you frying fake bologna? Yeah, I'm confused you know. by the. What are you in? What's that other stuff they used to have? That spam? I mean, oh yeah, I grew up on spam. You know, did you really? We, huh. we got like ten brothers and sisters. Spam's a big time meal. And by the way, dude, I think we need to get some just special advertising on Sidekick's forehead. Look at that. That's a lot of room we could get. <laughs> nice. You know, we're worried about the background back there. Put it right there. Uh, not to say anything, but Jay, I mean, both of you. We got plenty of space. Well, I mean, Jay's well, forehead is yeah, much gonna, larger yeah. than mine. It's just going. It. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with the forehead. I would stuff. tattoo a sponsor on my forehead for $50,000. Can I say that? I'm not sure if I can 50, say that or not. Tattoo? Yeah. Tattoo. You can get it removed. 50K. Yeah, one of the fake tattoos. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, no, no. A real tattoo, but you can get tattoos removed. So I'd get it tattooed for 50 
Go get it removed for probably five. You make 45. Go get it removed. Are we sharing five. it? I mean, is that a group well, thing? Hold on. Oh, well, you getting one on your forehead? Because nah. if so, then we could share it. Nah. But this real estate is all me, baby. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, who do you think we're going to put up there? I mean, uh, oh, whoever pays. Na- yeah, some, some NASCAR or somebody from there. Uh-huh. You know, because the NASCAR people, I mean, they tattoo their favorite driver all over the place. Well, like well, swim- swimmers and stuff, right? Yeah. Gymnasts and on the professional level, I'm pretty sure they put – uh, advertisements on their body. Well, I think J.R. Smith is. Uh, yeah, he got. He's not allowed cover, to cover. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's got to do a bandaid over top his uh, thigh or something because he's got one there. Mm. Some and not only that, he wouldn't even get paid to put it there. He just liked the company and put it on his thigh or something or on it. No, I think it was on his uh, calf muscle. Oh, yeah, I think it's his calf. Yeah, yeah. Saw- he didn't. It wasn't even getting paid. Just I, did it. I saw Birdman on. Mm. Uh, Dan Levitard yesterday, Chris Anderson from Denver Nuggets fame and he, he's Miami got a lot Heat, of tats. and oh yeah. my goodness, he he's got a load of them. Seems like uh, yeah, he was wearing the he was wearing the sunglasses, doing the whole I don't know. He's got kind of the slick back Macklemore hair now. It's it's an interesting look that Birdman's going for, but I suppose he's always been kind of outside the box. Well, he he has. If you did you know his his real story? I mean, he was basically was lifetime fan. Right? Found him like in a trailer. Wow. Somebody helped him and. Uh, has been straight for, I guess, uh, you know, with no drugs, no alcohol for like maybe nine or ten years. Good but before that, it, I mean, he's one of those ones you should do like a 30 for 30. I don't know. They might have. Right. But they should. I mean, he's Chris Heron type. I was going to say, they have the Chris Heron yeah. one, right? That, that's I mean, been it's, going out there. Uh, it's that impressive. It's that impressive. Where's the guy from Wofford? Does he not know the value of our time? Uh, well, he, he's a head coach. You know, I think that he probably – values yeah. his time uh, you not, know. Not, not just that but you know more than ours, I, i'm sure you've been in uh, coach meetings where coaches go long <laughs> because coaches you know as i've learned as i've said in a couple meetings really like to hear themselves talk well they like to hear themselves talk but they also like the preparation for it too so if he's getting ready for etsu you know he needs to spend his time on that with their six and one record. So crazy, coach. Have you ever been long in a meeting to the point where you missed a media appearance? This is a perfect transition into crazy coach. Without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt. Because you, you know, crazy coach used to hate media. You know, I, I what believe do you mean that. hate. I still I hate media. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, what you the heck? you're part. You're part of the. Listen media. to a no, media. Don't call me. Listen part to a of media. Part of our call. Call. You're part you of can media. call me a lot of things. Don't call me media. Wow, that's like the biggest insult to you. You in know, the world. don't goes, call me media. But he goes and eats the media food. I guarantee you that. Well, you know, it's. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. noticed? Yeah. Media coverage mm-hmm. coverage mm-hmm. is directly related to the food. Sure, the absolutely, food. because they make no money. Yeah, I mean, they get. I mean, if there's UTs one in like twelve, which they might be, and ETSU's <laughs> ten and one, they're going down there because the media down there is going to get stakes. I don't know what we do in the press room here. I mean, so it's it's not stakes, I'm sure. I heard a story about how Lando's Land, Lando Owen met you, and you were doing exactly that, eating media food, I believe, on the floor of a media no, room. No, that's no? not true. Not I mean, true. It's, Lando's Land lied to me. I was, eating, Land I was eating a hot dog in the, quarter, in the corner of a building because I had flown in from a red eye in L.A. the night before. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's a great story. That's was, a great story. But was it a media it a, hot dog? It, no. Oh, okay. I spent like, you know, it, it, the game was at the University of Maryland, so I think I had to come off some per diem, and uh, it was like an $8 hot dog. Get out of here. But uh, it was Get, great. You had to come off some per diem? Yeah. Have no. you heard what he gets for per diem? Don't, uh, please, don't be sad. That, keep that off the air. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, if my wife my wife doesn't know about this an media $8 appearance. $8 hot dog, I assure you. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep telling her I'm on the, uh, you know, the – uh, college uh, state rate. Sure. Let's be real. That's sure. atrocious for a hot dog. I mean, anyone that's charging more than two or three dollars for a hot dog should not be allowed to vend food anymore. That is that is criminal. You know, but that's you know they got to pay for the building and they got to pay for the coaches and they got to pay for. They're gonna have to start paying people to other, go there if they keep yeah, those prices that up. The other sports they got to pay for. You know, that's absurd. That's part of the deal. Uh, let's talk about uh, Derek Mason. Yeah, let's go over this yeah. one. I got a second for Coach Conklin to call in of uh, the head coach Wofford Terry. So, Derek Mason, head coach of Vanderbilt. We talked about him uh, getting into a little bit with Brian Kelly, Notre Dame. Well, there was a play, special teams play. His guy got took a pretty good shot. He's laying on the field near the Florida sideline. So Mason and uh, another assistant coach trainers are out looking at the player. And then next thing you know, the sidelines are coming at each other. The head coaches are yelling at each other. They're all being separated. 
and goes. And then the the quote later was basically that Derek Mason said somebody from Florida's sideline had said something to them because I guess they were complaining about it should have been a flag on the hit. Player had said something. Mason didn't know who said it. Yelled at the sideline. Other head coach Dan Mullen just heard that. So you know how it goes. An hour later, though, that they they're hugging it out, right? They hugged it out. They went to another. So the question is. Have you ever been in a situation where you went at somebody and an hour later you guys are hugging it out? No, not hugging it out. But I went after somebody because he accused my player of throwing an elbow on a screen, uh, which uh, to me he didn't throw. It was just a solid screen back in the day when you could set screens. Not now where you got to stand up like, you know, straight and not lean anyway. You Back in the day you could really set a screen like the Ricky Mahorn type screens. Mm-hmm. You thump and bump, sure. You know, you get down in a good defensive stance and you spread your, you know, arms out. And their guy ran into my guy's elbow. I mean, we have it on tape. It wasn't – he didn't lean, boom. But the guy actually ducked to try to get out of the way of the screen and, and ran into it. And the coach came after me. Uh, we are we do now talk. But after that game, we couldn't go to the media room together because it, it would have been a break. It would have been uh, – I don't know if it would have been Calipari and Coach Cheney type Coach Chaney, where, yeah, you know, John Coach Chaney, Chaney's sure. in the back telling, hey, look, Cal. Uh, he basically said, I'm going to kill him. No, no, he no basically said, he oh, did yeah, say. Right. Yeah. He did say. And I'm betting on Coach Cheney on that one. Oh, yeah. Because I love, I mean, Coach Cheney is, you know, he's feisty and uh, his team played that way. So, but, yeah, I've been involved in that. But I do talk to the guy now and we laugh about it. Um, but it's in the game. And you hear stuff in the game, uh, yeah, I might go after the other team. Derek Mason is everywhere. Uh, he wants to fight everybody, it seems like. Now, I have no problem with that. I, I kind of like the fieriness, especially if somebody's yelling at your player on the ground. I, I mean, you got to stand up for him, right? Like, this is a guy that's defenseless laying on the ground after a huge hit that I believe he thought was a dirty hit, correct? Blind so he he thought it off. was a penalty. I don't know if you need, wanted a kid kicked out of the game or anything. I think he just thought there should have been a penalty because now there's protection rules. You can't just peel back and, and, and blow a guy up when he's not looking when, for Well, he can't. You can't hit somebody when he's not really involved in the play. Now, if the play was right there, I think he could take him out, right, the way the rules yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, if he's close to the play. It used play, to be yes. on – you could be on the other sidelines and the guys could just clear you out. You were 50 yards away from the play. Well, well but, the, yeah, the old rule of thumb was, like, if a quarterback threw an interception, the quarterback was, was told just, just to get down because the defensive player would just headhunt at that point. They changed that rule. You couldn't do that. But then they did it for everybody because you would just see a lineman wouldn't be paying attention. Some guy would get a 12-yard head start and just and just flatten them out. And, and then, obviously, injury, concussion. Other, safety of the game. There's no sense to take it. If a guy's a part of the play, you get a good block, I think everybody's fine with that. Yeah, Absolutely. But I think do. if a guy's not even giving chase and he's on the other side of the field 20 yards away, there's no sense just – Flattening a guy. It's a different era now. Yeah. You know, a different era. And it's a safety issue, which is good. I mean, back. And then, then, you know, guys now, I mean, the quarterbacks are, you can't, there's, you know, 20 great quarterbacks and you can't lose those to to whatever. So, it's, it is a safety issue. And then I will say this. I mean, as a coach, there's one rule that you don't want to be broken, and that's another coach talking to your players. Take care of your own team. Take care of your own team. Don't come over and talk to my team. I mean, that's that's one of those rules that you don't want to break. Now you talk about your hate for media crazy coach. Maybe I'm part of the problem. How often do you think that a guy like Derek Mason, who in this situation it seemed like is just standing up for his guy. Now he's had a couple of priors, right, where he's gotten into other things. But how much do you think is the media painting a guy like Derek Mason into, well, he's the bad guy. He's in all these different things. He's part of the problem. Because I feel like that probably does happen now and again and sometimes probably unfairly. What percentage do you think is unfair versus fair? I think it's probably 50-50. Okay. I mean, because – Today's media with all the – I mean, it's 24 hours. Like he did that 24 hours later. It's a different story. Uh, there's so much media now. I mean, we've – you know, when you're trying to build your program, you want the media around. You want them. You're trying to – okay, you got to build them up. You're part of the – you know, I appreciate all your help. But now it's like, dang, it can't – I mean, everybody's got a cell phone. Everywhere you go, you got to watch out what you say, what you do. Um, I mean, that's why you see the coaches on the sidelines now with uh, play cards above, play their, cards mouths, above yeah. their face because you don't want to know what they're saying to right. the assistant coaches or, you know, what the, was that kind of play you just called? Yeah. You know, or we're going to call this play. And then the other team can, you know, with all the video now, you're supposed to, 
not video the other sidelines while they're calling the plays. But do you really think that's going on? Well, I mean, we, we've seen it in baseball, too, in the postseason. I mean, yeah, Houston was just accused right? again, right? Because they, And there was a whole history with yeah. them. And, and I, one of the guys, I think, ended up going to jail or something, didn't he? Because oh, that he was, well, uh, no, that, That's because they were actually breaking into computers. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually were, that, that was espionage, actually. Yeah, he left. Uh, I think he – was that an NBA thing? I think he left – was it an NBA? No, or? it was, no, it was just an Astros. Yeah. Yeah, but because he had left the Cardinals and it was breaking back in the right. Cardinals yeah. system. Well, he wasn't time. breaking back in. They just never locked him yeah, out. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like well, the first time yeah, you, if you, if if you, as a say, I'm with the the Cardinals, get a job with Houston, right? The first Take, thing is if I'm running the Cardinals, I make sure that guy's all his stuff is yeah. locked out. Right. Like his finger to get into. To get into the, uh, you know, building, that finger scan is gone. Right. The eye scan is gone. I, right. I got to make sure that they can't get back in. And I, I actually walk him out of the building with all his stuff. Say, so, okay, yeah. security, this he's no longer here. We got to walk him out of the building. It's everywhere. All right, crazy coach. I'm gonna need you to, to hang tight here because we have the sane coach, Josh Conklin's gonna be. <laughs> Uh, joining us uh, actually right now. And yeah. uh, we'll, Coach uh, Coach Conklin from Spartanburg, South Carolina, head coach Wofford Terry's first season there. We appreciate you joining Sandos and Sidekick here today. And, Coach, first of all, for thinking, uh, taking the time today. And uh, certainly your football team uh, off to a 4-2 and two start. The first question I have, are they going to be confused uh, on game day going to the home locker room because you played four straight road games and it's been six weeks since you've seen your home field? Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a long stretch. You know, I, I was thinking about that the other day. We, uh, you know, it seems like it's been about two months ago or three months ago since we were out at the University of Wyoming. Um, so it's been a it's been a long stretch. It's gonna be nice to sleep in our own beds uh, here tonight and be able to play in our uh, in, in our own stadium. Which playing on natural grass is always a good thing. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, getting off the turf a little bit, but uh, we're we're excited to be back home. Coach, uh, it's your first year on the job. Josh Conklin joins us, head coach of the Wofford Terriers. And uh, I think a lot of people, when you, when you see a first coach, example, Randy Sanders comes in and uh, he's ch- he's changing the offense, doing some things a little differently. Uh, you, you come in, you still have the same offense coordinator, defensive background, but you coached under uh, Mike Ayers. Certainly Wofford, uh, unlike ETSU, kind of restarting the program and getting its feet wet. Wofford's had about 25, 30 years success under Coach Ayers, so so I think no shock that you haven't tried to change something that wasn't broken. Yeah, no, we're not. Uh, we're not. We're not trying to, um, you know, go to uh, the West Coast offense or, or run a multiple spread offense. Um, there's some things that, you know, I want to do as a head coach uh, to advance the offense, um, especially uh, be it open it up more, um, do some different things, uh, but in order to do that, you know, we we gotta we gotta recruit a little bit of a different type of kid. Uh, and again, that's it doesn't make it better or worse, just a, a different type of kid. So uh, we're gonna look at doing that as we kind of move forward here in the next, uh, you know, three to four or five years. I hope. And Coach Lang gave me a really strong vision of of what he saw and, and what he wanted um, to move forward. And then, you know, we got out of the old school fifty defense. Uh, this year and, and got into some pre four defense. It's probably a little bit more uh, up to speed with, with covering some of these uh, high-powered offenses. Coach Mike Gallagher, thanks so much for taking some time with us. I'm hoping you can shed some light on why you think that you and Coach Sanders are having the success that you are in your first years at the FCS level coming from the FBS level. You were at Pittsburgh, of course, and Coach Sanders down at Miami. Coach Sanders, an offensive guy, you a defensive guy. Florida State, pardon me. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm thinking with Miami. But Florida State and Pittsburgh. But two FBS schools, very highly competitive and uh, in Power 5 conferences. Why do you think and what do you think you brought from that level here to the FCS? Well, I, you know, and I don't know. I, I think there's probably some similarities. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've been kind of di- delving in here to, to ETSU this week and, and really watching a lot of tape from them top to bottom as a football program. And, you know, the one thing that I know about um, Coach Sanders there is obviously he's been around some really good football coaches. Uh, he, he has, he's got a lot of experience in terms of how to run a program. And I think the one thing that you see when, when you watch their film and, and you watch their game tape is, you know, they have an identity. Uh, they have an identity top and bottom. Uh, they know what they want to do. They know how they want to do it. Um, I've been impressed with, you know, the level that the kids are playing um, at on offense and especially defense. I think they've made some, some big strides. And, 
I think it's just that identity, and I think it's a uh, you know a guy being like him, a, a really good football coach who understands how he wants to attack it and how he wants to approach it. Um, you know, as for our world here, um, I feel like I'm I'm probably uh, learning as I go a, a little bit more. Um, I'm a little bit younger, um, haven't been around as, as many places, but you know, trying to kind of find our niche and fit um, what we're trying to get done and how my philosophy will continue to mold into that. Coach, have you embraced this week the team coming off a loss and trying to use that as motivation to push them to a higher level this week, or is it something where you try and put that in the rearview mirror and just focus on the task ahead? You know, I think, you know, I don't I don't think you want to, for me personally, I don't want to add um, more to a loss than, than what it is. You know, I, I think we didn't come out and execute at the level that we needed to execute at, and on the flip side of that, I thought Furman came out and executed almost flawlessly on offense. Uh, they executed everything they wanted to. They did a nice job of game planning against us. They were well prepared. And then the kids went out there and did it at a really high level, you know, uh, and we didn't match that um, offensively or defensively. So, no, uh, I think every game uh, that we face the Southern Conference is uh, a back-against-the-wall mentality just because it's such a strong conference. And we've got to come out, and we got to focus on us, and we got to make sure that we're doing the things that we need to do to give ourselves a chance to, to win the football game on Saturday. Jay Santos, Mike Gallagher, joined by Josh Conklin, the head football coach of the Wofford Terriers. Coach, uh, I broke down some numbers because I find this unusual. You normally don't don't see this, but – ETSU's played seven games, Wofford six games, but you have five common opponents. Sometimes in football it's hard to um, watch tape of commentary to try to get a good feel. To, to me, I, it's one of the more unique situations. And the thing I learned is that the teams are very similar. Both teams uh, given up uh, – I think Wofford's given up 94 yards, ETSU 84 yards to those five teams. Wofford's only given up 170 yards passing, Bucks 215. So there's only about a 30-yard difference in total uh, defense given up on yardage. And one point between them in points allowed. And offensively, it's similar, just four points between the two. Now, Wofford more offensive than ETSU. I think Bucks changing the system. It's been a little tougher. Guys averaging 509 yards, uh, including 394 against the five common opponents. But w- when you went back and looked at this game, d- did you look at the – the five common opponents to learn anything because I just feel like that that's unique at this point in the season. Yeah, no, it is. I uh, and I would agree with your assessment there. I mean, when you look at uh, when you look at the numbers and you look at the statistics, I mean, very similar football teams um, um, in terms of style, maybe and how they're winning football games. Uh, you know, and I think that that's a uh, that's uh, it was interesting because I was looking at the scores, looking at the numbers, and you're going, wow. Uh, very similar, you know, in terms of how we got it done. Maybe not the same scheme, obviously, but uh, very similar in, in style and, and how we're doing it. So uh, I think it's very unique. Um, I think you can get some things, you know, off of that, obviously. And, and uh, you know, just, again, I think it goes back to the, the quality of, of football team that, that the Bucks are right now. And they've got some older guys. And um, for being only four years back into it, um, I think it's just a, a tremendous – um, assessment of what the administration, what the coaching staff, and what the players, you know, have been able to do there in a short time. Coach, we really appreciate you. I know you're a busy man. Thank you for taking the time today, and we'll see you on Saturday. Absolutely. Take care, guys. All right, that's Josh Conklin, head coach of the Wofford Terriers. We'll step aside for a quick timeout on Santos and the sidekick. This is the Buccaneers Sports Network. Ballot Health is an integrated health care system built to meet the local needs in Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia. Together with community, we are transforming our region. We're making communities healthier. We're expanding access to critical services in rural areas. And we're investing in health research and medical education. It's your story. We're listening. Ballot Health is proud to be the official health care provider of ETSU Athletics, Go Bucks! The Carnegie Hotel is Johnson City's only AAA four-diamond property that is unique, tranquil, and brimming with character, just adjacent to East Tennessee State University. When it's time to dine, Wellington's Restaurant in the Carnegie Hotel is the place to be, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner in grand style. And why not come indulge yourself at Austin Springs Spa, located right inside the Carnegie Hotel. East Tennessee's premier full-service spa provides everything you need to rejuvenate, revive, and renew. The Carnegie Hotel, 12 
1216 State of Franklin Road in Johnson City. Wendy's has an all-new... You had me at Wendy's. Good, because Wendy's has a new bacon cheeseburger, and it's called... You had me at bacon. Well, what if I told you Wendy's kept going and added a smoky, tangy sauce, and it's called the Sawsome Bacon... You had me at Sawsome. It's called the Sawsome Bacon Classic. Sawsome Bacon Classic? Sounds amazing. Why didn't you just say that from the start? Also, if you download the Wendy's app, you'll get special offers like $2 off any combo. Huh, well, now you have me downloading the Wendy's app. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Mulligan Hardwood Flooring is a beautiful addition to any room. Enjoy the luxury of hardwood flooring in your home with Mulligan's pre-finished, sold, or engineered, ready-to-install selection of beautiful hardwood flooring and a wide variety of domestic and exotic species. Please visit the following Johnson City locations to learn more. Dockery's Floor Covering, House of Paneling, Carpet and Door Mart, and K&M Flooring. Kingsport locations include Dalton Direct Carpets, Custom Floors by Carlin, El Providence Flooring and Paint. Visit the Smile Floor Service in Bristol. Trust the clear leader in quality hardwood flooring, Mulligan Flooring. Bucks fans and football fans across the country can now design their dream home during pregame or halftime. The new My Designs app by General Shale lets you create custom projects right from your phone or tablet. Choose from 10 home and building structures designed with over 50 popular brick and stone colors. You can even share your designs with friends. Download the My Designs app by General Shale on the App Store or visit MyDesignsApp.com to design your dream project today. General Shale, a proud supporter of ETSU Athletics. New coach, new era, new day. Hear from ETSU football headman Randy Sanders all fall on the ETSU Coaches Show now on Wednesday nights. If you're scared by all the change, don't be. Voice of the Bucks, Jay Sando, still host from Wild Wing Cafe, and it's still a 6 o'clock start now every Wednesday throughout the football season. Morristown native and new ETSU football head coach Randy Sanders on the ETSU Coaches Show right here on WXSM AM 640. The Extreme Sports Monster. I got 22 excuses, 11 on my offense and 11 on my defense. A red zone defense is like Oprah, like you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown. We tried to recruit bigger, better players to come play for us, but they went to good schools. Uh, I got a bunch of mama's boys right now, and uh, we just won't buck up and bow our necks, and we got to get through that. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. Mike, why are you in such a bad mood? What do you care? If you were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. Hello? You play to win the game. I just hope we can win a game. Well, we didn't block him, But we made up for it by not tackling. Ben Wallace and Mo Williams fell down more than a baby learning to walk. I could have found 15 more John McCain just in the John McCain. Unbelievable. He was way ahead of his time. He yeah. was. He was. But we need to add practice. I'm talking about that practice. one of your favorites? That's my favorite. But that's not a coach. That's okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It's Alan Iverson, but yeah, he was. He was talking about the coach. He goes, oh, right. Well, me, that's fair. That's fair. Play, that's fair. You know, at nighttime, or you want me to play at practice? He was responding to uh, not the a coaching, game. wanting him to come to practice. Not a game. You know, not a game. Not a game. Practice. Six feet, 160, pound for pound, probably the best player in the history of the league. You don't got practice if you don't want. Seriously. You're six probably. one? That's yeah, a I was going to say, I, yeah, I don't remember him being. I know we li- listed, but they all list a little. But you, gotta, you also got to go back there. You you two are too young. They asked Wilt Chamberlain about coming to shoot around, and he goes, I'm going to play once today. Do you want me to play at shoot around or you want me to play at <laughs> night? I'm only going to do it once. Well, Wilt had to recover for some other things, yeah, right? He yeah, he got sure, some issues. Sure. The great ones guys. have earned it. The yeah. great ones have definitely uh, Crazy Coach, by the way, in case people can't tell, he's actually sitting. Love when you're in studio. Love when you're in studio. Well, you increase my pay, I'll come every every time. Uh, you know, when you yeah. get the, Who's you paying you for this? Someone's uh, paying Jay. you? Like, oh, I got, really? I get wow. lunch out of it. Wow, I get lunch out of it. That's pretty sweet. And if, if he doesn't start paying, I will share on the Internet, I will share his number at the Johnson City Country Club. At least it was just uh, that. I thought you were going somewhere membership else. Number. Uh, membership number. I got it. I, I thought yeah, that was going somewhere way different. Yeah. 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 All right. So we got two bites. We right? got two bites. Let's what hit the first, Trey. No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, let's, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's <laughs> We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. 
12 years ago, two days ago, Denny Green with yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. R.I.P. R.I.P. to Denny Green. He was a phenomenal coach, coach for the Minnesota Vikings while I was growing up in Minnesota, too. So definitely a connection there. And that, to me, is the greatest, since it's the anniversary, any excuse to play that bite. That, to me, is the greatest coach meltdown of all time. That's my number one. What is your number one, crazy coach? You just said practice. Now it's not a coach, but I think that we could include that simply because it is a media meltdown. I mean, I love Allen Iverson. I yeah. mean, he's if you, I have some connections to the area, yeah. and Allen Iverson was uh, he. I hate to use the term warrior because you know it's not that thing, but it, a competitor. Right. At any time he came on the court, and uh, he wanted to be a competitor at game time. Right. You know, not during practice. So that that's one of my favorite. Um, is, also, is Coach Cheney? Is Coach yeah, Cheney up there Coach as well? Coach Cheney's got to be up there. Ha, well, I have love you him. had him? What's your best meltdown? Oh, there um, we go. I really didn't have a meltdown because where I was, we didn't have but uh, media coverage, which we sent into the station. So I never really was at a place where I could really go down. So it's. Uh, um, have you ever no had? Personal. Okay. Have you ever had a coaching buddy? have a meltdown, and you saw or heard of it and had to call him and talk him off the ledge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a buddy that, that was at the Citadel, mm-hmm. you know, and was not allowed to, to – well, actually, he wasn't at the Citadel, but he was playing at the Citadel and got suspended. And uh, he went off on another coach because the coach put up a three and they were up 30. And he put it up – he put up a three at the end of the game and – he wasn't even at the game because he was suspended, but drove to the game mm. to go after now the that game. Is, wow. Now, that's so, how mad you are. Yeah, so, he wasn't allowed at the game during the game, but he was going to take the bus home. So, But he got there early just to confront the other guy. So, there's your historical one for this week. Not that we really one. have a historical and current, but that's how it's unfolding this week. Current one, and I absolutely love this one. It's actually just music. Go ahead, Trey. Crazy Coach, are you a movie connoisseur? Uh, a little bit, do you but recognize, Do you recognize that theme? No. Okay. Iowa State, West Virginia from this past weekend, 30-14, to 14, Iowa State pulls the upset. But all anyone is talking about is what the band did at halftime. To the Jurassic Park theme, they had 65 band members, JV band members is what basically the band director called them. He wanted to get them reps in front of 60,000 people before they were allowed to play instruments. He actually sounded like a coach when talking about this, but he said that – in order to do that, they had to wear these costumes, and then they could be ready to go out and play the instruments. The connection here is an upset of the number six team in the country. How furious would you be if no one gave any attention to that and it was all on the band for what they did with Jurassic Park's theme and 65 inflatable dinosaurs on the field? The band is overshadowing the football team's victory in a huge upset. Well, let's get this straight. It was the JV guys out there, too. And the JV guys in the costumes, yes, exactly. So the J- exactly. They brought out the, the JV. Team. Exactly. Didn't even do they didn't even bring out the first team. They yeah. brought out the JVs. That's right. So, yeah, I'd get a little upset, but uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'd go with that. That would be furious if, uh, you know, I just upset West Virginia, who were number six, yeah, number right? six. and picked to win the league, I yes. think. Yeah, that'd give and, me and a little back crazy. And back-to-back upsets, is it not? You know? Iowa State? Did they? Who'd they beat the week before? Uh, was it like number 25 in the country? It was a lower-ranked team, I yeah, think. Yeah, but, I mean, but it still beat two still. ranked teams yeah, ranked, back-to-back yeah. weeks. And and so you're no thinking, we've got some steam. Wow. No, we one got cares. Going. no one cares. Hey, Coach, who was in the inflatables? What? Yeah. What? What? Like, what do you, you know, that, yeah, I get a little upset, but you got to understand Iowa. I mean, you go to Iowa, I mean, right, I, and, the, <laughs> and the you listen, say you're on the radio, you listen to the radio, and the big – promotional thing is what kind of grain we're feeding the cows this week. True. Agri- you know, agricultural gotta, radio. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They throw that out there and I'm like, wow, this is this is different to be in the uh you know the western part of the country or the central, you know, for where we get half our feed from. But that's it's a different one. I'd probably get a little upset too. Yeah, I mean first of all first Coach, of all Coach Forbes what media guy what media guy you mean a guy really asked the coach that question? There's a whole story on SB Nation about the marching band's performance. 
Wow. The score of the game is mentioned once. Wow. You know, for now on, hey, sidekick, you gotta get you gotta throw me a little heads up on this so I can research. Adjust you know the curveball here, you, know, you did throw me a curveball and, and as a coach, you know throwing the, the media throwing the coach a curveball, <laughs> you you might like next week I might not talk to you. No, so no, I might that's have fair. to go, hey sidekick, you you got Jay can ask wait me second, a question. Director questions Jay, Jay, Jay can talk to Hold on, hold on. So, Coach, you're talking about practice. We're talking practice. You're talking about practice. You know, this is the game. About, this yeah, is this the is game. game. We're talking about practice. Now you well, want to practice. You trying to get me now you to be practice. angry guy too right now? <laughs> you're going to make me angry guy too? How many guys get angry at other people getting angry? I mean, that's where we're going with this. Yeah. I mean, think about that. The guy's angry at the other people being angry. And now you're angry at him being angry at other people. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. Where are we going with this? We're inception levels of death I would anger. love, you know. Ask me a question. You're going to ask the coach a question about the band. Wow. Wow. I would give him the old next right. next question because I have no idea what he's talking about. Right. You know, get me on to something else here. You, right might now. Wa- you might want to watch your anger because crazy coach, angry man said that he's going to patent anger this week. And so that's wow. a kickback for every time anybody wow. gets angry right into his pocket. So you got to be careful now. It's just be like careful. Today, today I saw on the newspaper – Somebody did the brain games. They won three times in a row locally, and it's put three-peat championship. Three-peat? Is three-peat? Doesn't that belong to Pot Riley? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he did. Yeah. He paid for that. Yeah, yeah, so does that mean the newspaper, they got to pay him to use that? Because mm. I'm going to clip it and send it to Miami. And see if I can. I say, Coach, can I get a little like action on you? They got to pay you. Crazy Coach is trying to put all media members out of business. He's going on a crusade. He hates media. Now he's going to just pick on this little tiny paper and destroy them with Pat Riley money. That, that's all right. God, let me ask you a question. You know, in the media section, you know, they can always put them in a short room. Why are all the media guys come in? They're all under six foot tall. Yeah, that's me and you, too. I mean, give me You're right. You're give right. me You're 10 right. guys in the media over 6'5". Oh, we'd be playing. We'd be playing yeah. if we that's were 6'5". You know, we yeah. got no talent. When you can't be a player, you can become one of these guys. Exactly. Well, you could no argue talent. if you're 6'5", you don't only have to play either. You yeah. just, you're just 6'5", right? You got, we got guys like that. There's guys like that getting paid in the league. 6'5", mm-hmm. can't, can't play, but still get bunny. Mark Madsen was like 6'7", wasn't he? Oh. And he took a beating. Great hey, he was like 10 yeah. years in the league. Great Got answer. a bunch of rings. And then he then he, he ended up in the media. Mark Madsen? Didn't he do something in the media? Like, really? Didn't he do a show? He should have did a dance show. You know? No. Is he a really no. good dancer? No, no he was no. terrible. <laughs> no, it's one of the worst <laughs> celebration dances of all time. It's made Oh, like, oh yeah, gosh, the Lakers title. That's right, they the Lakers title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. so Mark Madsen. Yep. Crazy coach. Crazy. Let's you. go. What's up next? Yeah, all right. Uh, lunch in about 40 minutes. So oh, okay. just uh, hang around. You can buy. All right. There we go. Crazy coach. <laughs> Thanks, uh, coach. Thursday. That will make it off his mic freaking yell at me. All right. Crazy <laughs> coach is off air. He can't get anything going. Final segment. One, two, three, four. Uh, Downs. Yeah. There you go. One, two, three, four. Uh, okay, whatever bye. it is. One, two, three. Five. Downs. Five. After this. Five. Buccaneers Sports Network. Let Ferguson's knowledgeable product experts kick off your next kitchen or bath project with the latest in touch and hands-free faucets. High-performance gas ranges. Or low-decibel dishwashers. They're really quiet. Request your appointment today at fergusonshowrooms.com. The best decision ever. Visit your local Ferguson showroom at 1000 Quality Circle in Johnson City and choose from an extensive lighting collection of the most sought-after brands. Find the one-of-a-kind fit for your home at Ferguson. Purchasing a new home, remodeling your home, First Bank and Trust makes applying for a loan easy. Our online application process is designed to allow you to stop anytime and pick up where you left off when it works for you. And after you submit an online application, you can check your loan status anytime. Visit or call me, Rose Fulton, today for help with your purchase, refinance, construction, or home loan. We're there for all your mortgage needs because we're your bank for life. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Pepsi that your father drank and your grandfather drank. When I was your age, we were... This is the Pepsi that your Uncle Ted drank when rock sounded like this. This is the Pepsi for American pastimes. Whether you're tailgating at a speedway or courtside watching your favorite player make a breakaway... He scores! This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. 
Known for its personalized service and friendliness, the environment at the Johnson City Country Club is comfortable, casual, and inviting. One of the greatest assets is the beautiful clubhouse. From the sweeping verandas, the fireplace in the massive ballroom, to our intimate private dining rooms to our 19th hole. The clubhouse accommodates all desires. For decades, the Johnson City Country Club has been host to numerous wedding receptions, business meetings, golf outings, and an array of social functions. The setting is ideal for any event in any season. Whether your function is large or small, your guests will enjoy a fine dining experience with professional, courteous attention. The Johnson City Country Club, a tradition since 19. No one knows better than the Bucks what it takes to compete on the college level. No one knows better than Bullseye what it takes to compete in the business market. At Bullseye, we provide innovative products and services to help our customers meet their business objectives, and you can count on us for graphic design, printing, mailing services, and much more. Bullseye, a preferred partner of the ETSU Athletic Department. Call Bullseye in Johnson City at 423-283-7772 or visit us on Hanover Road near Cheddar's. Bullseye. For all your printing needs. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Now. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Now. Four. Now. Four. Now. Four. 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 Now. Jay Santos, Mike Gallagher, Santos in the sidekick. Mike Gallagher, eyebrow dancing, I believe. That's kind of awkward. Is it? If you're watching on Facebook Live. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I can't do it. I'm not sure. Trey Adams. Trey Adams in the studio, my friend. Go. First down. All right, so ETSU football taking on Wofford this weekend. What is the over-under on the Bucks offense tallying over 400 yards of total offense? Oh, 400 would be great. That means a win. Doesn't yeah, it? easy win. No chance that easy we win. lose that game if it's over 400. I'm, I'm going to say under, but... I don't know if we need that many yards to win. I don't think either team gets to 400 yards in fairness. This is the number one and two ranked defenses in the FCS. It's the number one and two ranked rushing defenses in the uh, F. Uh, well, in the Southern Conference, they're number two and number eight, I think, in the uh, in the national rankings, and both in total defense. Um, including their big boy games, uh, are still in the top 20 in total defense. So I think I think yards will be at a premium. My guess is that uh, neither team gets to 400. 224 total yards last week for ETSU? Yes. Won the game. Don't need 400. Second down. We move on to ETSU Volleyball. Of course, they had a straight set victory over Western Carolina to move to 19-5 and on the year. They've In 12 of their wins, they've won in straight set victories. Question is, not this is not very familiar for them, but how many more times will they play any five-set matches? That's kind of familiar. They've done a five-setter a few times this year. Lost to High Point, or, beat Tennessee, beat Washington State. Lost to uh, Sanford, right? Lost to Sanford yeah. in a crazy five-setter, so uh, split their five-setters. So they, got, they got eight matches left, is that right? Seven matches in the regular seven, season. Seven left. Re- and you're, are you asking regular season or overall? Uh, regular season. Regular season. So out of seven matches... I would put the over-under at a half. Yeah, I'd take the under, honestly. And I'm going to go one. And Sanford would probably be the one coming up next weekend. And it's at Sanford. That's the only reason I say one. I'm going to go one. Yeah, I think ETSU is in really good shape right now. They've already tied their total wins from last year, and they still got seven matches to go. It's going to be an exciting run down the stretch. 19-5, 8-1 in the league. Third down. All right, so last week in the FCS Top 25, six teams fell. How many lose this week? Wow. Seven. Seven, you're going over. Well, how many right. rank matchups do we have? Obviously, us and four. Wofford, if we got four, so there's going four to be guaranteed. for sure four. I'm going three more. I'm going to say just four. I'm going to say that we do the minimum just because last week was so upset laden. That doesn't bode well for ETSU moving up the polls, even though they should already be in the top 20, even though they're not. But I'm going to say four flat. Fourth down. Now here comes the real question. Who has the weaker back, me or Jay? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll, yes. I'll take this one, and yes. you can kind of build off it if you want. Yes. Uh, whenever Trey plays yes. golf, he's out of commission for, like, three weeks. Like, I talked to him after we played golf one day, and he said, man, I can barely move today. And I played golf with you, too. Is it that bad for you? It depends. Really? Do you not remember why I had two straight weeks where I'd have people help me down the hallway? That is true. Was that from golf? That was not from golf. Uh, that was actually from just carrying uh, two three-year-old boys. So, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have had – I've actually had to leave the golf course one time where I 
hit a ball in the fairway. There was a little pop. I took one step, went down to a knee, oh. tried to get back up, gave him the, hey, somebody dropped me to my car, wow. and left the golf course at that time. Uh, you both have actual medical conditions on your back, so I feel bad even talking about correct. this. Because it seems very painful for both of you. I mean, uh, my, my, mine is uh, a war injury, uh, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to go clearly I win. Okay. Well, hey, fair enough. We thank you for your service and your back, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's respect right there. Trey, sorry, uh, you're going to have to, I don't know, hit yourself That in the is back a great or... question, though. I'll give you that. Phenomenal uh... question. Great fourth down. Um, I'm not sure that there could be a better fourth down. Fourth down is always my favorite. Uh, yeah, always the most yeah, diverse. Except for you know? the music genre. Cause I just, uh, I'm I so bad. we got to keep things fresh. Yeah, well, we're not great at everything. So bad I, think, I think Randy Sanders coached at Miami, so whatever. <laughs> you did have him at Miami, so don't, don't forget the uh, – what do we got? Sanders sidekick tomorrow. Route tree. That's it. Route tree. Austin right. Herring. And bold predictions. Jacob Towns. I heard one of yours is going to be brilliant. I've got an inside edge on one of yours already. It sounds phenomenal. Yeah, I think I've got a good one as well. I've got two good ones. i got to come up with a third one. So that'll do it. Big thanks to Josh Conklin. How about Conklin? Crazy Coach Crazy came Coach. in studio again. So Trey Adams back in the studio. We'll see him next week as Townsend will take over for him. Tomorrow we'll have another episode of Sandos and the Sidekick to round out the week as we set the stage. Wofford and ETSU 130 kick, 12 o'clock pregame show. Tomorrow, Sandos and the Sidekick will continue. <laughs>